war against one another. And as we follow Christ, and as we seek the Lord, we may fall short. We may say something we shouldn't say. We may do something we shouldn't do. We may make a mistake. And if we do, confess to the Father and move on. Hallelujah. Why? Because Christ, God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven us. We're new creatures in Christ. We're as with God and join as with Christ. Why? So that we will go and bring forth fruit and that the fruit may remain. See, for the disciples, what does this look like? For the disciples, this is like going around and after Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, in the upper room, they were endowed with the Holy Spirit and God gave them the, the spirit and the ability that it came upon all flesh. Everybody who has, has is trusted in Christ has received the Holy Spirit. Because that's how we came. And, 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 we, and we, we're, we're called to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That means that we, we don't make choices based on fear now. We don't make choices based on doubt now. We don't make choices based on the flesh now. We don't make choices placed based on being seen now. We don't make choices based on what the world says, but we make choices based on what the Word of God says. We, we, we're trusting in the Lord now with all of our heart, and we're leaning out to our own understanding, and we acknowledge God in all of our ways, and as He directs our path, we're obedient. And when we fall short, we ask for forgiveness, and we keep on with the Father. It's for God's glory that He's called us. It's for God's glory that He's ordained us. It's for God's glory that we may bear more fruit for his name. Amen? People should be able to look at our lives and see Christ. Um, people are going to look at your life and they're going to scrutinize you. They're going to find any fault they can find because we have an enemy. We have an adversary. And they're going to look for faults. But you know what they're going to see? They're going to see faults. Because we're learning sanctification. We're learning how to walk this thing out. But above all, they need to see Christ. They need to see the light of God in you. They need somewhere, it's going to be evident, it's going to be clear. You're going to bear fruit. Because that's what God chose you, and that's why God has ordained you in the same way that he did the disciples. Praise God. Again, rejoice. That is his work that's going on. His work is going on. You know he's faithful. You know he's consistent. You know he's true. You know he's going to do complete what he started. He's not like man. He won't fail us. And as we trust him and seek him, we won't continue to walk in failure. We won't have a lifestyle of continued failure without repentance. But there's going to be a change. There's going to be a change. And th finally, whatsoever the disciples ask the Father in Christ's name, he may give it them. The final point is, whatsoever the disciples ask the Father in Christ's name, he may give it them. There's a scripture in James that says that we're warring and we're fighting amongst each other and we still don't get what we want. We're seeking after things in this world. We're seeking to have our way. And we still don't get what we want. But he's telling us here that whatever the disciples ask the Father in Christ's name, 
that could get it. Why? Because they're carrying on as the feet of Jesus. The disciples carried on with the mind of Jesus. The disciples carried on as the hands of Jesus. And in the same way, we're called to do the same thing. Jesus said, in order for you to reign with me, you must suffer with me. In order for you to reign with me, you must have my passions. You must have my drive. You must have my joy. The same things that bring me joy are going to bring you joy. What brought Jesus joy? Eating the meat and the drinking the drink that the Father provided for him. Communion with the Father. Praying to the Father. Seeking and saving that which is lost. What brought joy to Jesus? Giving. Freely giving to those who asked, those who had need. Who did Jesus ever turn down? They came to him with a sincere heart. Well, there were people who were turned down. They came to Jesus with a sincere heart. You got the rich young ruler. Well, no, no, no. They weren't turned down because God wasn't able. For example, the rich young ruler. He came to Jesus seemingly with a sincere heart. Seemingly. Until Jesus told him what was required for him. Then he went away sorrowful. Once you sincere. He went away sorrowful. But that don't mean he was sincere because uh, he might have been sorrowful because he was about to repent. I don't know. I didn't, it doesn't finish. But the things of God are not always going to be make you feel good. The things of God are not always going to make you feel happy. The things of God are not always going to be pleasant. But it's not about us being pleasantly happy. It's about us seeking to glorify God. The Bible says that Christ was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chest half of our peace was upon him. And he went through all these for the joy that was set before him. We're going through trials. We're going through heartaches. We're going through difficulties. We're going through struggles. Why? For the joy that's set before us. And what is that? To be with the Father. To honor the Father. To be with the Son. To be loved by the Son. Hallelujah. He told his disciples in the third point, whatever the disciples ask the Father in Christ's name, he may give it them. Why? Because God equips us to bring glory to his name. God equips us to be his hands and to be his feet. And when we pray according to the mind of Christ, and when we pray according to the heart of Christ, and when we live according to the word of God, and as we practice holiness and practice righteousness according to the word of God, by God's power, by God's strength, with the desire he gives us, gives us, we can ask whatever we want to ask. The Father, in the name of the Son, as a representation of the Son, as a representation of the Word, as a representation of God's mission and God's glory. By God's power. Hallelujah. We're equipped today. Yesterday, I didn't feel equipped. I went through something yesterday, and it was my own fault. I was disobedient, and I felt ill-equipped. But those were my feelings. That's not my position. Our position is in Christ Jesus. Oh, how great is the love the Father has lavished upon us that we should be called the sons and the daughters of God. In 
Christ, we're forgiven. In Christ, we're restored. In Christ, we've been sought out. In Christ, we've been chosen. In Christ, we've been ordained. In Christ, we've been equipped. In Christ, we're being equipped. Why? That we may bring forth fruit for God's glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord for God's glory. Why are you going through some of the difficulties that you're going through? Because you're going to become, and you are an overcomer. But you are never overcome if you have nothing to overcome. You have to, we have to have trials. We have to have difficulties. We have to have aches. We have to have pains. We have to miss people. We have to be mistreated in life, by life, circumstances, situations. Because we're not of this world. But praise God. Jesus told his disciples, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And ordained you. He told his disciples that they were to go and bring forth fruit and that their fruit should remain. He told the disciples that whatever the disciples asked the Father in Christ's name, he would do it. Let's be encouraged today. Because the same thing that he told his disciples is the same thing that applies for us in 2023. The same encouragement, the same stability, the same consistency, the same thing that he promised the disciples is the same thing that those of us in Christ Jesus have. For those of us outside of Christ, we have nothing to look forward to but wrath. For those of us outside of Christ, it's not going to get better. For those of us outside of Christ who are trusting in our own righteousness, we're trusting in our own selves, we're trusting in things of this world, we're trusting in others, we're looking for something other than following after something other than God, through Jesus, through repentance and belief and faith in Christ, we don't have anything to look forward to but eternal separation from him. And eternal wrath. If that's you this morning, come to Jesus. If that's you this morning, repent of your sin. If you're trusting in anything else that you've raised your kids well, if you're trusting in anything else, the things you've done for the church, if you're trusting in anything else, well, I'm not as bad as the next person. If you're trusting in anything else, the Bible says that we're not worried to follow Christ or to go to heaven or to be with the Father. The only one who makes us worthy is Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's trust in Jesus today. Amen. Let's call upon the name of the Lord. For if we call upon the name of the Lord, the repentance and belief and trust, we will be saved. If we trust the Lord with all of our heart, the repentance and belief and trust in Him, we'll be saved. How do we be saved from what? Saved from His wrath. We'll be saved from our sins. And one day, we'll be saved from the... See, we've already been saved by God's grace from the power of God's sin. Those of us who trust in Christ, not God's sin, but from the power of sin. One day we'll be saved. And in Christ Jesus, we're saved from the power of sin, from the penalty of sin. One day we'll be saved from the presence of sin. And our bodies we have seen. But one day, 
because our bodies are flesh. But one day, the Bible says, those in Christ Jesus, this mortal body is going to put on immortality. And this corrupt flesh is going to put on incorruption. Hallelujah for God's glory. Will you trust in Jesus? And those of us who are trusting in Jesus, rejoice! You are stable in Christ. God called you. God chose you. God ordained you. God is working with you that you'll bear fruit. God is working with you that your fruit may remain. God is working with us in Christ Jesus that whatsoever we ask the Father in Jesus' name, God is going to give it to us. We're a partner with the triune Godhead. We're a partner with the Son. We're a partner with the Father. We've been adopted in Christ Jesus. Rejoice. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. And we thank you for who we are in Christ. And we thank you for what we have in Christ. Lord, we thank you that you have chosen us. And we did not choose you. God, if we chose you, we cannot choose you. God, if we chose you because of our intellect, God, we could become intellectually stupid. But Lord, you chose us. You set us apart. You ordained us that we may bear much fruit. You did that. So that we would go and bear much fruit and that our fruit may remain in you, Heavenly Father, and then so that we can ask whatever we will according to your name. Let there be our testimony today. Touch our hearts that we will identify with the disciples, that we will identify with your people through repentance and belief. And those of us with hardened hearts, those soften our, soften our hearts, they will not believe. In Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you. Grace us to rejoice in you and what you've done. Rejoice in you and what you're doing. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Wow.